Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Hello and welcome to Gal's Guide to the Galaxy podcast. It's a new month and I've got with me a new group of gal pals ready who are beaming with pride to talk about this month's research theme. So let's strut this rainbow bridge and introduce our first gal. If you're in Indiana this summer and you dig festivals, you're going to see this fiercely fab artist at an art fair near you. It's Bonnie Fillinsworth. Yes. Bonnie, tell the good people what you have been up to, my dear. I've been working on a painting of Rear Animal Grace Murray Hopper. Sweet. And I just designed some uh, hard enamel pins of some of my ladies for the first time. I just ordered those the other day. And I should get them in about three weeks, and I'm very excited. And if you want to pre-order them, so you'll get them as soon as I get them, they're in my Etsy shop. Sweet. I need to get all three, because they're gorgeous. Yes, I have Hedy Lamar, Rosalind Franklin, and a little suffrage banner. This is Mr. President, how long must women wait for liberty? Yes. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. All three. Done. (laughs) I do love my pins, pins, pins. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Next up, she is the queen of my desert, or the way I spell it, dessert. Uh, Tell us about your adventures, Miss Katie Harris. Well, I feel like I've also been the queen of your dessert. Yes, you have. Maybe a couple (laughs) times, or a combined effort by the two of us. You are my go-to, can you please make my birthday cake? That's the only present I want. Wow, that was so (laughs) good. See, I told you. Um, People think I oversell it. I don't. Um, well, I've been turning my attentions late, lately to the beautiful weather we've had and nice. getting a little gardening done. Sweet. Um, I recently took the kids in my vocational program to tour a, a nursery, Ooh. a flower nursery. All nice. the kids thought we were either going to go see old people or babies. <laughs> ah. <laughs> nice. Instead, they saw flowers and plants. Uh-huh. So, that's, <laughs> so things have been going well, and that's kind of where I've been enjoying the start of summer and yes. happy to be here tonight. Sweet. Well, strike a pose. There's nothing to it. Vogue. Our inspirational (laughs) photographer. Do you see what I did there? Uh, Kim Thatcher is back. Welcome back, Kim. What have you been up to lately? (laughs) Well, um, I live in Lafayette, as you know. (laughs) Sorry, that was a margarita fail. (laughs) (laughs) Potholders, or not potholders, apparently cup holders stick. (laughs) Oh, they do. (laughs) And bounce on the table. That's fine. No, that's awesome. But no, yeah, I've been working at a property management and realty company. I've still been doing photography, which is awesome. So now I'm taking pictures of houses and um, graduations and performances uh, since there's a lot of live music in Lafayette. Yes. So, um, but aside from that, I've been doing a little soul searching, you know. Always good. Yeah. So (laughs) trying to focus on who I am, who I want to be, who I want to hang out with, like who's going to be my best five to hang out with the most. And um, I just realized that you can be surrounded by people around surrounded by people every day but you can still feel lonely yes. just depending on who you're hanging out with it's and the ironicness what of life going on yeah, yeah it's absolutely. weird but it happens yeah 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 for sure <laughs> so um i of course want to surround my people or surround myself with like 
positive people and influences and stuff. And that's why I'm grateful to be back with you guys. And Yay! Yeah. Gal pow power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so as for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach. I'm the executive director of Gal's Guide. And my life since the last show can probably be summed up by uh, healing through test driving. I think it's probably the best way to like put it in a sentence. So I recovered pretty quickly from my car accident, which was nice. Um, my fully paid for car uh, was totaled. And so I had to spend three weeks trying to find a new car. And it felt like months because when you don't have a car and you're kind of trapped in your surroundings, it just feels a lot longer. Little things like, oh, I could just go pick that up. That I don't have a car. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's oh, like that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and also no car payment to, oh, we're going to have a car payment. Oh, mm-hmm. man, we were doing so good. Uh, so we were all over the map on cars, but we decided to get a Hyundai Kona. And I just absolutely love it. And I'm kind of freaking out about it. We named it Dory because it's blue and black. It's so cute. And I love it. Freaking cute car. <laughs> um, I've never had a new car before, but the uh, the universe was feeling like Oprah. You know, you get a car. You get a car. Oprah's not paying <laughs> for my car, though. <laughs> Did you? I should. I should. You're right. You just got to ask, right? The power's in the ask. I know. Um, I did get 0% interest for 72 months. So if I, you know, at least I feel like the Oprah God gave me that. (laughs) (laughs) Oprah would probably be like, honey, you got enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's cool. Um, Last month, my one cool thing was about my fibroids. And a quick, quick update. I've seen a new doctor. I've had new tests done. And it appears that I have three fibroids, yay, but they've all shrunk. So they're quite small, which is actually really, really nice. Um, I had a biopsy, and the results were benign, so no cancer. Woohoo! Happy doing. Uh, But they did detect uterine polyps. So I'm learning about polyps. They're pretty much kind of like the same symptoms as fibroids, so a lot of what I talked about. (laughs) Also the symptoms of polyps, yay! Uh, so you get the weird periods again and all that kind of good stuff. So I am having more tests done and more procedures done and all that kind of good stuff. But my God, that's been my life lately. (laughs) Too fun. Just in case anybody was worried of going, wait, she said she had a follow-up test. How did that go? Everything's good. It's in the process of being fixed. (laughs) But you liked your new doctor, right? You felt listened to and problem solved she like she's like you know let's get to the bottom of this let's figure out what it isn't let's figure out what it is so that was like extremely wonderful instead of the glorious advice my previous doctor uh have a kid or get back on birth control yeah Mm -hmm. i can't believe that that was (laughs) a medical profession (laughs) it was back to the 1930s yeah (laughs) a woman (laughs) a woman doctor just have a just have a kid that'll stop it it. (laughs) sure no problem. Let's go. What? The problem will be, I'm going to go see another doctor. Right? <laughs> now it's your problem. Cause... Right, exactly. <laughs> this is true. Uh, we're also going to add a quick news uh, episode to our playlist as well. Uh, this is actually where you're going to get new Gal's Guide library news, updates on past shows and Gal Pals. So if you are a subscriber, this will actually show up in your Gal's Guide podcast feed and you won't miss a beat. If you are not yet a subscriber, what are you waiting for? You're busy. This technology is awesome. Subscribe. It reminds you, you have nothing that you need to do. It's wonderful. So let me lay the groundwork for the next episodes because you're going to be hearing some fantastic episodes throughout the month of June of each of our gals, One Cool Thing, relating to, 
and I will say this in the show that I am now obsessed with, the category is <laughs> LGBT Pride Month. Does anybody know what I'm quoting? Has anybody seen the TV show Pose? <laughs> mm, you just told me about it. it I told Kim amazing. about it. <laughs> I'm obsessed with the show. Uh, it's from, it's on FX, but it's now on Netflix. And it's about drag ball culture yes. from New York City. Yeah, and I thought I, you were doing the that British lady from like 10 years ago. Uh, the, like, you're out. Oh, gotcha. oh the weakest link? You yes. are the weakest link. I, you I can also do that one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, let's see. So the Library of Congress, I would call uh, the Library of Congress the mother library. I think Ooh. that's fair. It's like the biggest library uh, mm-hmm. in the United States. So the mother library defines this fabulously proud month as lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender pride month. It is currently celebrated each year in the month of June to honor the 1969 Stonewall Uprising in Greenwich Village. The Stonewall Uprising was a tipping point for the gay liberation movement in the United States. In the United States, the last Sunday in June was initially celebrated as Gay Pride Day, but the actual day was flexible. So major cities around the nation and the quote-unquote day soon grew to encompass a month-long series of events. And today's celebrations include pride parades, picnics, parties, workshops, symposia, sorry, I just had to say it with fanciness, (laughs) and concerts and LGBT Pride Month events attract millions of participants around the world. Memorials are held during this month for the members of the community who have been lost to hate crimes or HIV The purpose of the commemorative month is to recognize the impact that lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender individuals have had historically, locally, nationally, and internationally. So we're going to be waving our proud flags high and celebrating our one cool thing. Side tangents are totally allowed, as always. (laughs) So it was voted for me to go first, and it was kind of a not-it situation. (laughs) (laughs) And that is totally fine. We're waiting for the margaritas to kick in, and I did have mine a little bit earlier, so... (laughs) In it's a sippy probably cup. I'm pretty sure I was second, right? So. In a sippy cup. Yes, you were second. <laughs> I was second. Second on the bill with the Don't. sippy cup margaritas <laughs> of fantasticness. Okay. All right. So I will start mine with a question. When I say comedians, stand-up comedians, who do you guys think of? Male or female? Doesn't matter. Who's the ones that pop to mind stand-ups? Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Yes. Good one. You guys don't know that many stand-up comedians. I do listen to them. I just don't remember people's like, names. The lady, names the secretary hard. on Evan Almighty. Okay. The, the black lady with curly hair. I have never um, seen Evan Almighty. Wanda, uh, <laughs> Wanda, Wanda Sykes? Sykes. Sykes. Oh, yeah, Wanda, Wanda Sykes. Sykes. She's oh like one of my favorites. I, love... I just suck at names. So. She's very, very good. I like her. <laughs> I think my favorite comedian is the one that did Kid Gorgeous. What's his name? Oh, my gosh. I can see his yeah, face. Yeah, I can, too. Oh, no. Right? Yeah, okay, but oh. I will find it and put it in show notes. But I know exactly who you're talking about right? because Sam really likes him. He's hysterical. And he was on, he was actually a presenter on the Oscars. And Sam oh. went, I like him. And I'm like, he's a comedian. And so we watched one of his specials and he was hilarious. He <laughs> is. And I can like think of quotes from his comedy shows right now, but his name. 
<laughs> Google it while I press on Bonnie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Hannah Gatsby. Oh, yes. Last year. That was amazing. Oh, I need to watch yes. it. I've only watched it like 10 times, but yeah. I need to watch it again. I was shocked by that one. So good. Because I'm like going, this is funny. This is funny. Oh, we got serious and I like it. It's so <laughs> good. Like, I kind of want to like put like a group of men in a room and being like in an just observation watch. deck. <laughs> right. Like, oh, it's so good. I just need a scientific psychological study. <laughs> yeah. I thought about like trick, like not really tricking, but making my family watch it over the holidays. I think that's a good idea. I thought about doing that. <laughs> also, it's uh, comedy show, really right? Good. It would end film it. I'm just saying, just hide <laughs> right? an iPhone in the corner. <laughs> Did you find his name? Yeah. John Mulaney. That's his of name. Course. It's also such a, it is such a vanilla name that it's kind of easy to remember, or to right. forget, I should say, and to forget. Chappelle, yeah. Gallagher, right? Oh, the watermelons yes. and all that. I used to like Robin Williams. Robin? Um, still too soon. Still I too know, soon for me. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, well, it is quite possible that the first ever female stand-up comedian was a black gay woman who went by the stage name of Moms Mabley. Nice. I wow. kid you not. <laughs> so let me just paint a picture uh, about Moms Mabley. So on stage, she would dress as an old woman with a knitted hat, a house coat, and her teeth out, like her dentures <laughs> out. Okay, right? Exactly. Um, if it helps... Also picture Medea, you know, uh, Tyler Perry's Medea. Yeah. Basically, he is ripping off Mom's Mabley's look, okay? <laughs> it's straight where that comes from is from Mom's. Uh, it's an homage, and you're going to see why, because Mom's was freaking brilliant. So Mom's would look like this old, you know, unimposing, kind of helpless woman sort of thing. Also, one of the people, you know, she looked like your mom, or she looked like somebody you knew, or she looked like your grandma or something like that. You could totally relate to her. She was the definition of approachable and harmless. However, uh, she told dirty jokes. <laughs> Some of the dirtiest jokes. <laughs> and also, uh, she was a flippin' wordsmith. Like, she really got past the censors because you had to really think about what she was talking about. So I'm going to give you an example so you can kind of, you know what I mean, get the essence of her. So this is actually one of her jokes. Did you hear about the two old maids walking down the street? One said to the other one, I smell hair burning. The other one said, maybe we were walking too fast. <laughs> oh. oh, there it is. <laughs> that is hella dirty, but you've got to think about it to be like, did she, did yeah. she really? Yes. <laughs> and that's from an old woman looking, you know, looking like an old woman in a house coat. You do not expect it from her at all. So a little backstory on moms. She was born in North Carolina around the 1890s. 1890s. <laughs> she was one out of 10 children. Now, all comedians come from like really bad backgrounds. I'm just saying from epic comedy is from epic like struggle is just the, the duality of it. Yeah. Uh, when she was a little kid, her father was a firefighter and was killed in an explosion. Oh. Then a couple years later, her mother was hit and killed by a truck on Christmas Day. Oh, gosh. Right? Yeah. She was raped twice. Both times she became pregnant and had the kid and put it up for adoption. 
Then she turned 14. Oh my God. <laughs> this is this gal's life up till 14. So she left home at 14 uh, to join the TOBA, which is the Theater Owners Booking Association. Most people have heard of it as the Chitlin Circuit. Have you guys ever heard of the Chitlin Circuit? I don't think so. It's for black entertainers back in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. They would go throughout the Midwest into the South, (laughs) through New York, um, and they would perform different shows. So it was musical acts, it was comedy, it was vaudeville skits. um, And actually, the Apollo... And the Cotton Club were on the list. And the Madam C.J. Walker Theater in Indianapolis was on the Chitlin Circuit. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, it was fantastic. So they would also do um, uh, burlesque shows as well. So these were adult shows for adult entertainment uh, for adults to escape life for a bit. And it was really good money for any entertainer, especially black entertainers. Um, it was fantastic. So mom's quote unquote adopted family, because everybody's dead, yeah. <laughs> except for her brothers and sisters. She did have lots of them. Um, but her adopted family, her mom and dad, became this uh, married couple. And they were vaudeville performers on uh, the circuit. Their names were, their stage names anyway, were Butterbeans and Susie. Oh <laughs> they were adorable pair and they are most famous for their song. And I kid you not, I want a hot dog for my role. Oh, <laughs> Think about it. It's a married couple. A hot dog for my role. So if you think about it, this is where moms gets her dirty, but also her smart thinking. Yeah. <laughs> So Butterbeans and Susie saw that Jackie Mabley uh, had built this persona of Moms Mabley. So she went by Jackie Moms Mabley sort of thing. Because I kept seeing these like uh, billboards that said Jackie Mabley. And I'm like, is that her? Because I just know her as Moms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, oh, wait, no, that's her. Um, so she kind of started building this persona of uh, a harmless persona and telling naughty jokes, but then adding in some social commentary, uh, talking about racism in a very like gentle, uh, unimposing way sort of thing. Uh, getting into the political scene a little bit, because again, you have to be smart to kind of understand some of the jokes that she's talking about. So Butterbeans and Susie thought she was, you know, the cat's meow and she was ready to break out on her own and kill it. Uh, they took her to Harlem during the Harlem Renaissance, uh, and she broke out. So she was on the marquee with Cab Calloway, with Louis Armstrong. Girl wrote a musical with Zora Neale Hurston. She wrote a musical that went on Broadway. Uh, she was the first ever woman comedian to headline the Apollo completely on her own, awesome. which is amazing. Uh, she also headlined at this little place. It was called Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall. She played and packed Carnegie Hall. Unbelievable. Uh, She was very, very big in her day. (laughs) And it's really kind of ironic because not a lot of people have heard of her. So it's like, wait a second. Uh, Well, in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, um, a person's sexuality was uh, N-O-Y-D-B. None of your damn business, Mm. right? Okay, exactly. And to a certain extent, it still kind of is. Okay, but... The reason why we kind of gravitate towards label sort of thing 
um, is because representation matters. You know what I mean? Speaking out, being successful. Um, and when we see somebody who looks like us, who talks like us, who loves like us, who speaks the truth like us, uh, it's empowering. <laughs> so to her, it was nobody's damn business. But on stage, uh, she was the character of a harmless old woman in a frumpy dress and a house coat that told dirty jokes. She talked about uh, always being attracted to young men. Uh, when she was on the circuit, she would always make uh, jokes about her and Cab Calloway and how they were going to get together. <laughs> Later, she would make jokes about how her and Sammy Davis Jr. were an item. <laughs> <laughs> so she always had this joke going on that she was attracted to young men and that she was uh, they were going to take care of her, not she was going to take care of them. Mm. Uh, but that was all on stage. Off stage, Jackie Mabley wore men's suits that were custom made for her. She slicked back her hair and she had a lady on either arm at nearly all times. Nice. Girl wow. was a player. <laughs> because she's touring the Chitlin circuit with dancers and entertainers. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So amazing. Uh, Jackie was also the mom to like everyone around her. She would cook for the other performers. She'd play cards and gamble with the other entertainers. She'd be the, sh the shoulder for anybody to cry on. She kind of earned this nickname of moms because um, she took care of people. There's a quote in a documentary, and it's actually a documentary that Whoopi Goldberg made nice. called Moms Mabley. It was on HBO. It also showed... I can't remember if it was in Tribeca or Sundance, <laughs> but it showed in one of the really important film festivals that <laughs> filmmakers care about. Um, but in the documentary that Whoopi made, one of the dancers said of mobs, quote, in the day, we didn't call her gay or homosexual. We called her Mr. Moms. And I actually thought that was really cool and very respectful. And also, mm -hmm. I love the movie with Michael Keaton. So I'm like, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Moms was making $10,000 a week in the 40s and 50s. That's a lot of money uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, she was billed as the world's funniest woman. And yet, for the longest time, I hadn't even heard of her. She totally missed my radar. Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought, just in case I'm not the only one, I wanted to spread the, the gospel of, uh, of moms to the children's today. Uh, so mom's fame grew again in the 60s. It wasn't really a comeback because she didn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she just changed audiences. There was this little thing called uh, television that really kind of like brought her to another level. She was on the Merv Griffin show, the Ed Sullivan show, the Smothers Brothers show. Hell, she was on the Playboy After Dark show. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot that that was even a show, by the way. <laughs> but it's like Hugh Hefner in his living room and he invites an interesting guest to talk and smoke cigarettes and have drinks. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> it's on YouTube. They're okay. awkwardly interesting, but the one with moms is really, really good. And Sammy Davis Jr. is there too. <laughs> so they have it on YouTube? Like we could look it up right yes. now? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'll put nice. it even a link in the show notes so you can find it even oh, easier. Uh, but it's hysteric. And I'm sure it'll start a rabbit hole. What other, like, I know Tina and Ike Turner were on the Playboy After Dark. And I, if I remember right, it's awkward because those two were not getting along at the time. Mm, <laughs> yes. <A little> um, <laughs> exactly. A little bit. Um, also, so moms on any show that she was on, of course, she was freaking hilarious. But she made the censors uh, very nervous <laughs> because she would say things where the words are fine. They're not any of the words that you censor out. But if you thought about it, and it took a minute. Like, they're almost grenades. They're like joke grenades. It's like, 
wait, what did she just say? <laughs> what is she talking about? Yeah, she was like that. So it really scared people. Uh, she actually released 20 um, party albums. Now, I actually grew up on party albums. Kim's going, what the hell's a party album? I, I can tell by your face. No, yeah. Have you girls ever heard of party albums before? They're stand-up comedy on record. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd play them in the corner during a party because it would sound like more people were there. Yeah. <laughs> or if you were a lonely kid, I'm pointing at myself, and you were sitting at home on a Friday night, you would listen to stand-up comedy. <laughs> I could just download them right now. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. And they still exist, except now they're on CD, and nobody calls them party albums before. Um, so a lot of times they had, like... They had special songs or they had parody songs, you know what I mean? Mm. Like comedy songs that will only be released on these records. Um, Mom did a show at Sing Sing Prison every year. And one of these is a live recording for her release. So it's like Mom at Sing Sing. Um, And it's hysterical because (laughs) uh, she's ever so subtly making fun of the warden and getting in with the prisoners in the crowd. Like warming them to her, right? So this is kind of how she does this. And this kind of gives you more of a painted picture of moms. Uh, So what she did is she calls the warden to the stage. And she thanks him for bringing her there. For allowing her to continue to be at Sing Sing all of these years. She gives him a couple of copies of her records. And she says that she hopes he laughs so hard he falls dead. So to the warden, it's like, oh, that's really nice. That's a compliment that I will laugh so hard from this free gift. You know what the prisoners are thinking. (laughs) Moms gets us. We hope he dies too. (laughs) (laughs) So these were the kind of jokes that mom would do (laughs) where it was a lot of uh, duality. It was really masterful comedy, uh, which was fantastic. Also, her album sold millions, and I'm not exaggerating. They really did sell millions of copies. Amazing. (laughs) It's really, really cool. Uh, Her album, Abraham, Martin, and John, was released in 1969. She became the oldest person to have a top 40 hit. She was 75 at the time. I know. (laughs) So actually, this particular... A song and album that came from it too was a very sad one, um, which is the ironic thing because she's a comedian. She has this very sad song called Abraham, Martin, and John. It was her processing the assassinations Mm -hmm. at the time. So it is about Martin Luther King Jr. And it is about John Kennedy and then Bobby Kennedy. The Abraham is starting it off with Abraham Lincoln. Mm -hmm. So it's like, oh my God. So she actually performs this on that Playboy After Dark with Sammy Davis Jr., And it starts off like, oh, okay, this is going to be cute and fun. Next thing you know, you're bawling your eyes out. It's like, it touches you on like so many different levels. Um, And its main lyric, has anybody seen my old friend Martin Luther? Can anybody tell me where he's gone? So she plays this naive old woman that's trying to understand it. And I'm like... I'm just crying and crying. And I'm like, oh my God. So that song's amazing. Um, So moms will make you laugh and she will make you think and she will take care of you and she will shock you. (laughs) So that's fun. Um, She makes you want to be smarter and she makes you want to like do more to kind of like fix this crazy world too because she challenges you. Here's the ironic thing. Moms died May 23rd, 1975. 44 years ago today. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. I was doing the research and I went, wait, that's the date we're recording. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. So whatever date this goes out, 
today as we're recording, it was 44 years ago, but I can't finish my one cool thing with something that's sad. Right. <laughs> um, so here's an example of why I freaking love her so much. So in 1973, she was on stage at the Grammys, okay? She's paired with a young Chris Christopherson, who was the hottest guy in his particular day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an equivalent, maybe like the first day George Clooney was on television. You know what I mean? Like everybody got obsessed. The day Brad Pitt showed up in Thelma and Louise. You know, that was the Chris Christopherson pretty much time. Yeah. So she's in character. She is flirting like nobody's business with Chris Christopherson. He's digging it. He's having fun with it. He thinks she's a riot. And she just turns to him after she gets a little tongue tied and says, I never could work with my teeth in anyway. Reaches in, takes her teeth out and puts them in her purse during the Grammys telecast. And the crowd goes crazy. And Chris Christopher is like, you're awesome. <laughs> totally down with it so uh it's one of those things where she's she's not heard of that often to a lot of people mm -hmm. but everywhere i look i see her influence though so the people that were in comedy that were kind of growing up around listening to comedy i see them rip her off all the <laughs> time <laughs> so but she is 100 percent an originator um, and if you watch her stuff, you're going to start seeing where everybody else got their stuff from. So, yeah. So I figured my first question would be, can you think of any other little old lady characters that turned out to be like, you know, lusting after older men? Have you heard this kind of, you seen this character before? You know who I'm talking about? The lusty old lady. Hold on. All I can think of is like the mama's family right now. So. Yes. Yeah, that's No, it. that's totally where it's that's from. That's what I watch all the time. Yep, there Hilarious. you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, both yeah. of those female comedians that work together. Um, yes. Uh, Vicky and Kara Burnett. Yep. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I can't remember Vicky's last name. Lawrence! Vicky, Vicky Lawrence. Lawrence. There it is. Because she was, yeah. I was thinking of them as you were talking. Ah, see? Perfect. Yeah, yeah no, that's totally and a mom's Betty reference. White. Absolutely. But Betty White, I mean. Oh, Betty she could have anybody. No. Everybody. <laughs> love Betty White. Sorry, what did I put on our list? I said any book by Betty White. Any freaking book by Betty White I want to have in the library, by the yes. way. <laughs> Please and thank you. Exactly. <laughs> did you guys see, like, Nutty Professor? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Eddie Murphy, uh, in this documentary that Whoopi Goldberg made, he went, yeah, no, I straight up stole Mama's uh, mom's persona. Like, 100%. Exactly. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. Yes, Exactly. <laughs> So he's like, no, 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 that is. And then Medea. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I do, I see it every, uh, I see it every now and again. And I'm like, I know where that comes from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, do you guys have like a favorite stand-up special? Even like Netflix or on record or mm. anything like that? I need to introduce you guys to more stand-up. This is what yeah. I has learned today. I was just like, one. <laughs> like we just, we saw Dimitri Martin a yes. couple months ago. You saw him live too. Not yeah, even like a special. Yeah. Nice. How was he live? Is he He's great? Is he awkwardly wonderful? He was trying out a new thing for a new special, and I'm really hoping it's going to be on there. Oh, fantastic! He does. Um, you know, he has his big uh, clipboard. I that love he draws that's on. my favorite part. That are he the songs. He did a thing where he did a thing and explained what all the little drawings were, and then when he got to the end, he did it in reverse <gasps> and made them completely different things. No way! That's and awesome. it was amazing. Ooh, I like. I that. love those concepts. I'm I'm down mm -hmm. with that. <laughs> And I'll be like, Bonnie told me about this first. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, Ellen DeGeneres doing her stand-up special is one of them. She sings uh, Shoot 
Yep. Good. <laughs> she, she, her new one is uh, so relatable. And she talks about her butler and her life now. And she's like, I am so relatable. <laughs> it's fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. I'm kind of old school. I, I go to like Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. Yes. But then like Lucille Ball and Red Skull- mm-hmm. Skeleton and mm-hmm. all them. Like, oh, yes. Bob Hope. Hilarious. Yep. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And all of his USO shows yeah. that he did for the troops. So cool. Exactly. <laughs> but recently, I really need to get into it. I, you know? It's worth it. And the thing that I recommend, especially if you have, like, uh, Netflix, and Hulu has some, but Netflix does have more, mm-hmm. they're only, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, sometimes you're, like, going, oh, man, I don't have time or I don't feel like an hour and a half, two and a half hour movie sort of mm-hmm. thing. Just hit a stand-up. You're going to know in the first 10 minutes whether or not you dig the humor or not, really. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I very rarely actually turn one of those off either. So it's like now By the time I, I start it, I just, I can't stop. Because everything <laughs> everyone's so unique. I mean, unless I just don't vibe with their style, you know. Like, right, exactly. It's interesting to me to get in someone's head. Right. Like See the world through their point of view. <laughs> Swim through their brain a little exactly and then the last question i have for you is how do you feel about that idea um or that role of the separation of a character on stage and a completely different person in the reels is it weird can we even do that in today's day and age you know what i mean i mean i think it's fantastic i i would love to play different characters i i do that with my clothes all the time you know i like to dress up i like to dress down i I don't know. I think it's great. <laughs> You're like, do it. Yeah. For the longest time, I didn't realize that uh, Carol Burnett was Mama. Right. Was it Vicky or no? Vicky. No, that was Vicky, Vicky Lawrence was it Mama. Was Vicky yes. Lawrence. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. But- <laughs> <laughs> Carol Burnett was just the one that said Mama, Mama, yeah, like all Mama. the time. So yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Did you know that, um, sorry, random factoid, that um, Carol Burnett's mentor was Lucio Ball? I think I'd heard that. Have you heard yeah. that? She sent her, Lucio Ball sent Carol Burnett flowers every single uh, birthday. I did not hear um, that. And she would always sign it, you know, happy birthday kid. You know, oh, like it was I her kid. It. Lucio Ball died on Carol Burnett's birthday. Oh my gosh. But the flowers arrived that day. <sighs> yeah. And so like Carol Burnett's like, she's like, I, I guess cried chills. twice. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she heard the news and she's like, oh. And then flowers arrived from Lucy and she's like, I can't. I just uh, can't. <laughs> But those two were really, really tight. They were kind of like, you know, pseudo mother daughter kind of thing. So, yeah, I do love stories like that. I just love women helping other women out. (laughs) What about you guys? Like, what do you think about the different characters? The duality nature of it all. It'd be interesting to see if uh, how different Stephen Colbert really is from his character. I've only seen him in character. Right. It's really hard for me to picture him (laughs) not being like that. I think the Tonight Show is a halfway house. Mm. I think we're seeing half of him real and half not. Actually, um, if you... Oh, what was the show? Oh, the PBS show Finding Your Roots, which is a genealogy oh. show. Mm-hmm. He was on that, and he was not in character. Mm-hmm. And it was not too far away, but you could tell just that little subtlety of who <laughs> the non-fake conservative was. <laughs> <laughs> And so it was neat. So I think you get somewhat of it, but not all of it. That'd be fun. I would think as a celebrity, it would be a nice protection. Yeah, right. You don't have to share all of you with Mm -hmm. everyone. 
yep. you can hold something back and create this character and persona. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really cool when you were explaining about moms. I was expecting you to say that um, she pretended she was crazy about these young guys and then hid that she preferred women and right. liked being masculine in her everyday dress. So I think it's really cool to know she that she, did, she didn't hide it. Exactly. She felt confident just being her. Yeah. That's super cool. One was on stage and one was at home. One was yeah. nobody's business, <laughs> except yeah. she would still go out and be photographed. She didn't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> she wasn't talking about it all the time, though. Exactly. It's, wasn't the focus she's like i am who i am exactly not gonna explain it to you i will say her christmas card i saw a photo of her christmas card it's like it's like a headshot hair slicked back the suit is freaking fierce it's like Cary grant would rock this suit like it looked nice (laughs) and it's just her posing and it's pretty much like the best high school picture you've ever seen except it's like professionally staged and it's like you know love your jackie moms mabley and that was like season's greetings her card and i'm like i love this (laughs) so like everybody she knew who was on her christmas list is like you're not getting a mom's headshot (laughs) with my teeth out (laughs) you're getting who i really am and they're like yes Awesome. awesome well that wraps it up for us this week join us next week when our next gal pal shares her one cool thing as gal's guide to the galaxy podcast continues thanks for listening for show notes links and images from this week's show visit galsguide.org want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers become a gal's guide patron today thanks for listening <laughs>